0: Hey, Web3 Explorers. The Edge of NFT team was at VCon 2023, and this episode will bring you four out-of-this-world interviews from this year's event held in Indianapolis, Indiana. We talked to host projects VCon and Vayner3, plus amazing interviews with Meta and World of Women. So make sure you tune in and to gain unique insights, hear from industry experts, and explore the cutting edge advancements Shaping the future of blockchain technology. Hey, Web3 Explorers. The Edge of NFT team was at VCon 2023. And this episode will bring you four out-of-this-world interviews from this year's event held in Indianapolis, Indiana. We talked to host projects VCon and Vayner3, plus amazing interviews with Meta and World of Women. So make sure you stay tuned to gain unique insights, hear from industry experts and explore the cunning edge advancements shaping the future of blockchain tech.
1: Move. Welcome to the Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney and Josh Krieger, the podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side, and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next.
2: Hi everyone, this is Josh Kruger, one of the co-hosts of Edge of NFT. I am live, it's day one of VCon. I'm here with Andy Krainak, the head of VFriends. Andy, great to have a chance to chat with you before all the fun action in the next few days. Thanks so much for being at VCon. It's our pleasure. And I expect that there's gonna be more sort of active display of sort of all this IP that you guys have been building this year. Can you give us a little bit of a sneak peek of what we can expect?
3: My favorite thing, will probably be the amount of selfies i'm going to see online of V friends holders Vcon attendees taking photos with V friends mascots. We okay. had 5 mascots in attendance last year. We have 4 more that we produced and manufactured for this Vcon. I think that's going to be awesome. Aside from that there's going to be songs, character IP all decorating across Lucas Oil Stadium.
2: Nice. I got to ask like how do you pick who gets to be a mascot? I feel like that's a pretty important interview process. <laughs>
3: there's a combination of we want a diverse array of sort of character types, gender type. And also I'll give you the alpha that Hype Horse is a mascot this year. And that was specifically selected because we're going to be in Lucas Oil Stadium, home of the Indianapolis Colts. There's a big horseshoe right when you walk inside the stadium. Hype Horse is going to be holding down the horseshoe this year.
2: That's cool. That's cool. So I was the original mentor of V Friends, but I'm not sure the one I chose would make a good mascot. It was the Bold as F bat.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> however, Halloween, I'll give you some additional alpha. Halloween is a big time of the year for V Friends. Yeah. And Bold as F bat, as you put it, is a Halloween character, so that character will come to life during the October season. That's appropriate. You know, I'm from Salem, the original home of
2: Halloween and all the witches and whatnot. And that's my first interview was with the official witch of Salem. So <laughs> yeah, so it was meant to be my relationship with the Bold as F-Bat. Cool. Tell us a little bit more about like where you're going with vFriends and the vision. We just heard Gary at the press conference talk about sort of the deep building of IP. What does that look
3: like on the ground in terms of the roadmap the next few quarters? vFriends is such an ambitious IP and company and project. We have 283 characters. We're throwing a super conference here at VCon. To really do it to the level that we want to, we have to think long-term. Gary spoke about building a character guide. We have a character guide of every single character, the design, the voice, the style, and the general vision and purpose for that character and the vehicle in which we want that character to communicate. And aside from that, it's thinking about the ways in which we want those characters to come to life across social channels, whether it's YouTube Kids or TikTok or Twitter, how can we best impact the storytelling natively on those platforms with the characters selected?
2: That's cool. Any partnerships that you can talk
3: about that have been culminated to sort of bring these characters to life? I thought of Anwar Carrots because I just did another fashion interview. Anwar Carrots is a really well-known streetwear fashion designer. He selected a character and because his brand name is Carrots, he collected stuff who hair. And I thought that was a really meaningful and interesting way to bring a character life through a fashion collaboration. We did Toys R Us Macy's. We had 10 different characters for that. Six of them had 3D animated shorts, which is really cool. You scan a QR code and you watch this 3D short on YouTube. It's gonna be a continual evolution of the ways in which we can select characters, collaborate with different brands and try to bring them to life in a meaningful way.
2: Very exciting. Well, I recently ran into Jeremy in Austin, Texas and he threw the giraffe at me and I feel like I need to sort of return the favor. So let's pretend the grateful
3: giraffe, you get it tossed to you, what are you grateful for? Genuine giraffe, gratitude gorilla. I just got gratitude gorilla. I'll say I'm grateful for two things. One, I will always be grateful for the health of my family and my friends. That's it. If I wake up every day healthy and my mother's healthy and my friends healthy, I feel great. Aside from that, I am grateful that it is sunny in Indianapolis today. We have field day coming up. The sun is shining. I just can't wait to have everyone have an amazing time at VCon. Well, thank you for having us, and thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you.
2: Hi, everyone. Josh Krieger, co-host of Edge of NFT Live at VCon, day one, here with Avery Akadini. And really excited to sort of catch up with you. It's been a minute about what you've been up to. Gary talked a little bit at the press conference about sort of the evolving conversation with brands and how they're intersecting with Web3. How are you approaching these conversations and sort of collaborations with brands and Web3 these days relative to sort
4: of maybe a year ago? Yeah, so we launched Vayner3 about two years ago, and it's been such a fun roller coaster of so much hype and excitement around NFTs, and then it was Metaverse, and now it's AI, and it's just been a really fun journey to work with our partners through navigating the next era of the internet, because relevance is always transitory, right? And the like hot new thing like changes every few months, and for us, we've been spending a lot more time kind of listening, learning, and strategizing than activating. Think if this were a year ago, everyone was still very hot on like, I need to launch something yesterday. Now it's a little bit of a different climate. People want to be a little bit more thoughtful, ensure that anything that's happening in their innovation group is laddering into business objectives um, in a very clear way. The economy has also shifted pretty dramatically in the past 12 months. So people are a little bit more in listen, learn, strategize mode than activate, activate, activate mode, which has been a fun journey to be on. And we've shifted our team's focus, sort of broadened our purview to encompass everything that's in this next era of the internet. So of course, doing a lot in the world of blockchain, but also in the world of advanced computing via AI and in the world of immersive experiences via some cool partnerships that we have. Some of these metaverses and AR. So it's all coming together and manifesting as this like really nice package that's resonating with our partners and helping them make sense of putting some of these pieces together.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the convergence is here, right? And we're actually launching a new podcast, Edge of AI, because Love it's it. a really important contemporary conversation. But let's dive in there a little bit. How are you personally day-to-day using AI?
4: So... Last summer when I first became aware of Mid Journey, I was blown away because I've spent my whole career in digital marketing and we do a lot of decks and we do a lot of storyboards, we do a lot of mock-ups. And I was like, oh my God, You can anyone can type prompts in and it generates something. And then you don't need a designer who knows how to use Photoshop the same way we have. That's gonna free up my team to be so much more creative. And last summer, I was like, all right, folks, everybody in Vayner3, you have three months to get really proficient at using this because this is gonna change how we work. And we need to understand this so deeply ourselves before we can take it to our partners. So we're just getting our hands and hang of that, starting to mark all of our decks with, you know, generated with AI, et cetera, get all of our licenses. And then ChatGPT happened, and I was like, oh, wow, this is another exponential change in the way that people are going to access information and communicate. And also, they're going to have this whole new generation of expectations of how personalized their internet experience can be. So we leaned into that as well, just teaching, teaching, teaching ourselves. Like the first time you type something in, like everybody's like horrible, right? Like my first prompt was like purple, like tan couch on a purple rug. And like, I didn't know what to put. And then you get better and you're like, in the noon light in Indianapolis, like. Felt couch, you add more descriptions and it gets better and better. Photorealistic style. Like, so we started to internally get quite good at prompt engineering. The person who is leading our task force for this actually is a creative director. And he's also an artist. He has his own sort of artistic style. A guy called Nate Bear. I mean his name is Bear Brains for his art. And he posted that he actually won a competition outside of work for generative AI. Like, he has gotten so good that his AI-generated art actually really reflects the style that he does for his colorful illustrations. And I've seen that same thing happen with many, many folks on my team who've just gotten so good at embracing it internally. So just like anything with Vayner, we get really understanding ourselves, and then we go bring it to our partners. And that's the place where we're at now. I think last summer was, in fall, was too early. We were still getting our hands on it. And at the beginning of this year, we started to introduce our partners to this and show them and demonstrate the power of this technology. And now we're in a place where we're working with a lot of them to capability build within their organizations and start mapping use cases to their business. Of course, just like with NFTs, there's a host of legal and ethical questions and we need to be extremely sensitive to that. But we're on that journey of how to move from AI as a novelty to AI as a utility for business building.
2: I love that, yeah. It's funny you mentioned that sort of acumen and building that acumen. My girlfriend decided to start battle rapping with ChatGPT, and now these battle raps have gotten quite entertaining, I must say. They've improved over time. So bringing all this conversation together, are there specific sort of brands that you're working with that are sort of launching things that you can talk about or have done things sort of around this convergence that are coming up that are, is able to be discussed in public at this time?
4: Yeah, so we actually have something pretty fun coming out next week, working with our partners at Red Bull on Red Bull Doodle Art. This is actually a competition that they've been running for like a decade plus for student artists, and they always add some fun new element this year, they added the element of collaborating on an NFT. There are 61 finalists from different countries and who got to collaborate with Burnt Toast on doing a really cool piece. Um, this is you know, publicly available in the press, so really fun. And there's gonna be a final in Amsterdam, which will be amazing. That's actually happening next week. So really excited about that as a way to onboard the next generation of artists into the world of NFT and Web3 and digital collectibles. So we're stoked about that. A little sneak peek coming tomorrow for one of our partners at Crocs. So they're doing some really fun stuff, and Crocs is such a fun, beloved brand in that space. And of course, we've got great partners like Johnny Walker and AB and Pepsi activating at VCON as well.
2: Yeah, those are great, iconic, sort of pioneering brands. And Red Bull has always been at that intersection of culture and technology, yeah. so it makes a lot of sense for them to sort of lead the way. And. Excited to learn more about these projects and see all these activations and action at VCon. Thanks for spending a little bit of time together today.
4: Thanks, Josh.
0: You have questions about blockchain? Like, how big of a block can you chain without throwing out your bag? Or have you received that chain letter? How did you block it? And does blockchain taste better barbecued? or deep fried. (laughs) Luckily, you don't have to ponder these quandaries alone anymore, because Blockchain Training Alliance is here to answer them and also train you in real world blockchain issues that will impact your business's bottom line and oriented future forward along the ley lines of the most important tech humanity has perfected since harnessing atomic energy, if you're into those sorts of things. Blockchain Training Alliance is a top leader in the field, counting among its clients, IBM, Microsoft, Disney, Morgan Stanley, and many more and offering a wide array of technical and non-technical courses. Whether you're a computer neophyte training for an incredible career in this new space, or a coding expert honing your skills, Blockchain Trading Alliance will help you steer your ship home safely, filled with treasure. <laughs> so hurry and sign up for the Blockchain Training Alliance course that best fits your needs at blockchaintrainingalliance.com. Use discount code EDGEOV for 50% off and start your next block today.
2: Hi everyone. Josh Krieger, Coast GMT, live at Beacon Twenty Twenty Three in Indianapolis with Dick Robinson, Global Brand Marketing, from Class. Nice to have you here, man. Great to be here. So I've noticed a
5: pretty meaningful presence here for, for you all. What, what brings you to Beacon this year? Yeah, I mean Beacon. I know this is the second year they've done it, and it's just such a dynamic conference that brings together so many amazing tastemakers from the industry. So just a chance to come and be a part of such a tight-knit community, learn about what's happening on the forefront of tech and NFTs, and Web3, and all of the above, and hear some such great, amazing talks and speakers. It's just a moment that we wanted to be a part of it. That's cool. Yeah, I
2: appreciate how you guys are also sort of evolving with the times, and I think everyone's really curious what it, what's been cooking, and you mentioned a little bit about that to me, and maybe we can talk to the
5: listeners about your partnership with the NBA and what's going on yeah so we recently renewed our agreement with the NBA and so over the next couple years we're really looking to lean in in a major way we kind of view the NBA as one of the most dynamic professional sports leagues out there huge multicultural fan base they are oftentimes on the bleeding edge of culture in general so we felt like that was a great entity and organization to align our brand with We have some really great, interesting experiences in VR headset and MetaQuest for NBA fans. Fans this season had a chance to watch up to 52 games in headset. Many of those were actually what we call immersive games. So as a fan you can be sitting at your couch but be also sitting courtside of Madison Square Garden at the same time. So really just believing in giving fans that access, it's what other piece of device can make you feel like you're sitting courtside in
1: that way, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can think of so many use cases, obviously, if someone has a disability,
5: or maybe they just don't live close to where their favorite you know, team plays, and let's um, be honest, games are expensive. Yeah. The cost of a courtside ticket is much more expensive than the cost of a Meta Quest headset. Oh,
2: oh yeah, I, I mean, I just took my, my mom to see the Celtics play the Hawks in game two of that series. And fortunately, Celtics did their magic. But yeah, she was like, how much does this ticket cost? <laughs> mom, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, just come but, enjoy the experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But totally, I think that accessibility. And, and I feel like for the NBA, imagine that they're thinking about attention spans and sort of how to invigorate sort of a younger crowd
5: and get them more excited about the game. Absolutely. The younger generation, their viewing habits are evolving and the league and brands like us need to learn how to evolve with them. So how can we provide experiences that meet their wants and needs today and in the future? So not only can you watch NBA games in headset but we have uh, in Horizon Worlds we actually have a world called NBA Arena go there and interact and chat with different NBA fans, there's mini game experiences you can have and then we actually have a cool General tron that runs NBA highlights, so dress up your avatar in an NBA shirt, so there's lots of different experiences and look, we're just trying to help propel these fans. What kind of hardware is required to experience this? Yeah, so you'll need a MetaQuest VR headset we have two in market right now, a MetaQuest 2 and our MetaQuest Pro, but yeah, these are free experiences and headsets, oh, so wow. once you have the headset, you're watching NBA games for free. Okay, that's a little life hack right there. Yeah. You don't have to like go to some cable subscription service, $14.99 a month. No. Yeah. Wow. I'm talking year-round hoops, right? So you have. NBA games during the NBA season, but the WNBA season just is starting up today, so we have WNBA games all summer long. There's G League games in Hensel, and then we also, through our partnership, we have access to the 2K Sports League. So, oh, wow. you can tune into those matchups as well. So, a lot of exciting content. So, for those who don't know, what's the 2K Sports League? Yeah, basically, it's an esports league that the NBA created in partnership with NBA 2K, I believe, where teams are actually playing head in to head in the game. And so, a lot of good matchups. Almost every NBA team has an affiliate 2K Sports League team. So that's been growing like crazy. I think they're going into their seventh year now, sixth or seventh year. So, of course, to do your job properly, you gotta be able to play the game, right? It's only right that
2: you- So I showed you a little, I flexed a little bit off camera, my NBA 2K
5: team. What's your team all about, is it a stack? It's a stack squad. I got the uh, Shaq at the center position. Nice. Yeah. I had him for a while, but I have to say, Embiid is performing for me more consistently. (laughs) I got Dirk at the four, just so I could spread the floor a little bit. Then at the point guard position, I got Baron Davis. Oh, nice. It was a dog. It was a dog. Um, And the shooting guard, I got CJ McCollum, just to give me those those three-point strokes. Mm -hmm. And then uh, at the wing, I got Katie. Cool.
2: that's well uh, cool. we're gonna have to play some time yeah. uh, I guess in NBR right so absolutely so if folks want to like do this to get the headset then they just like where do they go to
5: sign up how does that work yeah so if you get once you have the headset again we have NBA experiences in our horizon worlds app so you'll just download that app it's free to download and then you can go into that experience we also have another app that's fairly new in the headset called X-Stadium. This is kind of our hub for sports content and headsets. So not only can you watch basketball games, we have other sports like tennis, golf, and so forth. We're going to be adding new new sports content to that platform over the next year, so that's really exciting. I think back to like Hulu's campaign of like Hulu has live sports, well like Quest also has live sports. And makes you feel like you're there. I learned something new today and I'm
2: really glad we can spend a little bit of time together chatting about what you're working on. Anything else coming up on the roadmap that you can mention this time?
5: yeah it's uh we should be having some exciting new innovation coming to the floor later this year so right. you just have to keep an eye out and see what comes of that a little bit of pre-alpha there well great if folks want to uh stay in touch learn more about all this i guess where do they go yeah you can go to metaquest.com we have all the information there we have a metaquest blog as well so there's always we're always editorializing all of our news updates so you can keep track of the really cool experiences that are cultural moments that we took part of but then also what we have coming up as well, so that's also great. And then you can follow MetaQuest, uh, at MetaQuest on Instagram, Twitter as well. So, lots of ways to stay connected. And who knows, you can find Nick probably on the 2K court somewhere
2: in the metaverse. You can find me, I'm around, I don't hide, so. (laughs) Alright man, well thanks for spending a little time with us today and I look forward to uh, seeing you in the metaverse and keeping tabs on what you guys
5: are up to. Yeah, this has been great, thanks.
0: Hey there nft space cadet let's zoom in on the globe from outer space today to abbott kinney boulevard in venice beach la let me show you a cosmic tech beacon that shines out among the bustle of fashion art and food there it's a thriving software dev data science and design studio known as ae studio where scores of the sharpest minds have come together to help founders and execs create software and machine learning solutions that are not only profitable and increase our agency as humans, but that give us that warm, fuzzy feeling that elegant tech so wonderfully does. AE's breadth of talent allows them to build anything from instillvideo.com. It's a health, fitness, and wellness app that makes your chakras tingle to award-winning brain-computer interface solutions that could quite literally bend our minds. Oh, and keep an eye out for Token Runners, their NFT white-label marketplaces, as well as our highly anticipated NFT drop, Boomer NFT. Now, for all you D-gens who strive to shed the cummerbund and pearls, comes a jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring partnership, not seen since the heyday of Shaq and Kobe. It's called Edge of AE Studio. That's edgeofae.com. Actual results may vary depending on moon landing location, domain of stardom, scale, and model of yacht, as well as weather scale model of yacht or actual yacht.
2: What's up, everyone? Josh Krieger here live at VCon, and I'm excited to be here with Shannon Snow, the COO of World of Women. WOW for short. What's up, Shannon?
6: What is up? Thank you so much for dropping by WOW at VCon. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, of course, people are probably curious about, like, What is WOW if they haven't heard of you guys? I don't know who hasn't yet, but what is WOW and and what are you guys up to here?
6: So for those of you who have not heard about WoW, it's World of Women. We launched in July of 2021. It's a profile picture collection celebrating diversity, equality, and representation in Web3. At the time we launched, Bored Apes was becoming popular. So many collections were becoming popular, but none had female avatars drawn by a female artist and led by a female team. So WoW broke through, it gained popularity. Now we have over 14,000 holders all over the world who stand for our mission. 60% 60% women and non-binary, and 40% men, many of whom buy because they want to make a better world for their wives, their daughters, and their families.
2: So amazing, and there's been so many interesting projects that have come and gone in the space, but WOW has like shown... Real legs. What do you attribute that to?
6: Our community is amazing. People are really thrilled about the mission and they love that we're building a world that is going to bring about the values that Web3 is all about empowering people, empowering creators. And I think we, many of us got into the space because we want to see people have the power in the next generation of technology and we want to stand for those values. And, you know, the art is timeless as a historic launch, our values are timeless. And so, for that reason, I think that WoW is well positioned to continue 10, 15, 50, 100 years ahead.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We appreciated um, you guys, your foundation supporting our event, Outer Edge LA, and now you're here at VCon. Why are these like in person events important to you and in sort of how are you sort of looking at these activations strategically?
6: Yeah, I mean we were honored to partner with you. We did an activation with our foundation, which is all about educating women and girls to enter Web3 in the metaverse. So anytime we can offer education to help people learn about the space and operate safely is incredible. And then here at VCon it's all about letting people know what we have next. We're really focusing on IP collaborations so that we can grow the brand. We're doing a sneak peek of World of Women, Monopoly, an activation we're doing at Hasbro. And why it's important for us is we all learned about money uh, through playing Monopoly, or at least I did. And so we want the next generation to learn about digital currency and the digital economy through playing World of Women, Monopoly.
2: I love it. I, you know, immediately it jumps in my head, is rich dad, poor dad, but like, Rich mom, poor mom, right? Like I think financial literacy across genders and it's so important, especially in these changing crazy times where we have to be really conscientious about what we do with our money and how we generate you know, long-term wealth.
6: Absolutely, and I think it's so exciting, the energy of Web3, the innovation that's happening, and it's happened at such incredible speed. And I think when things are happening and people have busy lives, you know, we don't always take the time to say, is this inclusive to everyone? And so, I think when I look back at the impact that WOW hopefully has on history, it's we took this moment to say, Absolutely, we want this technology to evolve and we want it to be available for everyone and creating that positive change.
2: Yeah, I can see how this new version of Monopoly is going to be a very popular gift for the holidays coming up. What are some of the street names or figures? Anything that you can share about the actual construction of the game yet?
6: Oh, well, so it was a way to dive into the worlds behind World of Women. When you have a WoW, your WoW, depending on what skin tone she has, she's coming from a different planet. So this is Rainbow orb so through the board you get to know a little bit about the story behind the different planets that the women come from as well as have some fun play with different communities that we play with in the web3 space including board apes cool cats v friends that you can play on as the board
2: that sounds really cool yeah I mean sounds like you're now similar to what Gary was saying with v friends you're deepening that IP, the stories, the voices, behind all these amazing women.
6: Yeah, and I love that we're doing it as a brand but then for World of Women you own the IP when you buy your wow we have the most permissive IP agreement found by a study of Galaxy Digital of any that. in very the space cool. yeah they did an audit and you know there's a lot of different license for different reasons but for wow we really wanted to make it so that you could build a brand with your wow and we've had Sakari do cyber green juice we had Ava Lagoria sell derivative products from her wow and ultimately as we grow the brand you know as a holder, you grow as part of that and you can take that asset, start a business, use it as the face of your company and get all the benefits of the global expansion we're doing.
2: That's cool and How do you sort of support these ventures, like directly, indirectly?
6: It's all about the visibility. Um, Certainly through giving the rights is the number one. But we really try to support at our community events or events that we have all around the world. We often try to have the products that holders are making featured. So, for example, community member Popple, she's doing a tea. She had WOW branded tea. She brought it to the meetup. Everyone was enjoying, getting excited that their WOWs were featured. Same thing for other WOW branded. Branded products we've really brought into the event so that people can introduce it to the community first, get that fan base, and then expand out.
2: It makes sense. And, like, you know, you go to these events and you meet community members of all different backgrounds that can help you be successful in your event. Like, you can create a whole business ecosystem for yourself by being a member of the community.
6: Absolutely. Just I like, mean,
2: um, like you know, like I'm thinking like uh, YPO or something yeah. like that, a more traditional approach. And they're going Web3 too, but. This is a whole entrepreneurial empowerment ecosystem.
6: Well, yeah, I mean, we used to start businesses and be focused on the local area, right? And your family, your friends, your community would be the first ones that do it. And I think what's really cool about these Web3 and digital communities is people are creating these global digital communities, but you can still have that opportunity of, I'm gonna sell to my community first, right? And have this global community that's behind you that wants your uh, brand to succeed because you're already in, and so it really feels good to be in it together.
2: Yeah, it's like a venture studio, an accelerator, incubator, a community, a sort of customer discovery methodology, all in one. Absolutely. That's cool. Well, I'm really excited about the future of wow. And for folks that want to sort of stay in touch with you guys, where do you recommend people go first?
6: Well, we'd love to see you at worldofwomen.art, worldofwomen at Instagram, and NFT on Twitter.
2: Thank awesome. You. Thank you for spending some time with me.
6: Appreciate Likewise. It. We really appreciate it.
1: <laughs> okay. We've reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs today. Thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventures on this starship. So invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. How? Go to iTunes right now, rate us and say something cool. Then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole. The views and opinions expressed on the Edge of NFT podcast reflect solely those views and opinions of the show creators and its guests. We're learning as we go, just like you. Please make sure to do your own research. Our podcast is not financial advice. There are multiple strategies and not all strategies fit all.